Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast, The Culture Edit Reloaded. I'm Sandra Patel, founder and CEO of Transition Partners. This season, I'm flying solo as I sit down with international leaders to discuss their leadership journeys and how they have embedded a thriving and positive culture. Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast. My name is Sandra Patel and I'm delighted to be back here today recording. I'd love to welcome our latest guest, Daniel Trump, who is the CTO at Alco Garden Tech. And for our viewers who might not have heard of Alco Garden Tech, they are leading supplier in the garden tech industries and sectors. So hi, Daniel, I'm really pleased to welcome you today. How are you doing today? I'm great, hi. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. You too. It's nice to, because um, I know we, we had a conversation a few weeks back now, so it's really nice to have you on the podcast and I'm really looking forward to getting stuck into finding out more about you and an opportunity to share all your valuable um, experience along along the way because you've had a, quite a journey um, and I know we talked about this earlier, but it'd be really good if if initially we could just start with a few minutes if possible on like a quick snapshot of your journey into tech, how it all started and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, yeah, it all started uh, back when I was kind of 13 or 14 years old um, mm -hmm. when when I explored the you know personal computer of my parents and I, I started to see that you can't only use it for gaming, you can also use it for, yeah, like um, usual, uh, like things that make your life easier, and and also, um, yeah, it's it's possible to go online. So I uh, kind of discovered the internet, um, and then I, I also got interested in, yeah, kind of, uh, yeah, having a homepage online. So that was actually the yeah. start where where I got interested into this topic. So I developed this um, static homepage with kind of HTML, CSS, and um, yeah, then I realized, okay. A static homepage that you can't do so much. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. kind of like a, a mm -hmm. um, yeah, a business card, but that's it. Yeah. So, so I got interested into programming, and um, yeah, that that's when I got interested in uh, in PHP, which is my first kind of programming or scripting language, yeah. where I started, and and I really started loving this. So back then already, when I was really a child still, um, so as I, I used to um, also do like um, implement homepages or web portals for, for little companies um, as a side job in, in school then. Um, and yeah, and I really wanted to uh, get to know more about all this stuff. And that's why I also decided to start it, uh, to study computer science after um, after school. So Amazing. yeah, and, yeah. And, and that that's that's how I came into the interest of tech. But then during mm -hmm. the studies, I, I made uh, I did different internships in different kind of business areas, from electronics development to uh, actually being at the web agency. But then also I went into uh, automotive, um, the automotive industry, where I was really implementing kind of um, yeah, software for uh, driver assistance systems and and also the first steps into autonomous driving. Um, and I got the chance to to go abroad to the United States to, uh, wow. uh, to the Silicon Valley. So uh, there was yeah. uh, uh, from a German auto manufacturer, they had a research lab in Palo Alto. So I spent one year there 
that was also really, really cool for me um, to be in this kind of yeah, tech mecca, you know. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I really, I really loved that. Um, and also during the studies, I was um, working in a student consultancy, which was um, yeah, where I was also elected as the managing director of the student consultancy for one year. Wow. And that was my first experience with kind of leadership, you know, uh, during yeah. the studies already. Yeah, and then after that, after studies, I decided to go for consulting first. So I went into IT strategy and architecture consulting for some years. And there I was able to see different companies, their processes, and especially also their, their company culture, which was really interesting and, and helped me a lot in yeah, gaining different experience. Um, after that, I went into um, a large German insurance company um, Allianz, you probably know, and yeah. I was working as a project and, and program manager for, um, yeah, for kind of the digital topics. Um, and, and after that, my journey with Alco Garden Tech began. Uh, and yeah, at Alco Garden Tech, we are a producer of, um, garden machinery. We develop and, and produce, um, garden tools from classic lawnmowers, uh, lawn tractors, but also robotic lawnmowers. Um, up to um, hedge trimmers, chainsaws, everything you need in and around the garden, um, uh, and even barbecue gas grills. So, yeah, um, and um, yeah, today, today I'm the CTO of um, Alco Garden Tech, um, and and really love uh, pushing the company forward in terms of innovation and technology. Mm, fantastic, that's brilliant. Um, such an impressive background, and I, I didn't realize you your first leadership role. Um, was when you were still kind of at, at the age of, of studying, which is um, which must have been pretty challenging for you, and you must have learned quite a lot um, at that age as well to be put put you know quite quickly into a, a leadership um, position. So I think that would probably take me quite nicely onto talking about different styles um, of leadership. You know, we often um, have different styles when we're leading people. And they evolve over time and over the years as well, depending on the organization, what that business does, the people that you're around. How would you describe your leadership style? Yeah, I think um, I'm following a quite cooperative, um, but at the same time also demanding <laughs> leadership style. Mm. So that means I, I really love to discuss uh, the things with my team at eye level, I strongly mm -hmm. appreciate their um, ideas and their opinion, but at the same time, I'm also demanding. I, I have an ambitious vision of where we want to go as a company. Um, hence, I um, also set challenging goals um, together mm. uh, with the team, while if possible, not, I mean, prescribing too much in detail how to get there, but really pushing yeah. on getting to the goals, right? Um, and um, but but still leaving uh, the, the, uh, as much freedom as possible to the team. I think this is this describes um, my, my leadership style. But but I also always try to set an example. I think that's also important from from how I do the things. So so it means yeah. um, if I expect the team to do things, I'm the first who has to do it as well, yeah, right? I so agree. so that. That's actually one thing um, I, I um, yeah I follow with my leadership style. I would say. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. No, I I completely agree on that one. I think that you should always be lead, you should always lead by example. And my philosophy around leadership has always been, I wouldn't ask others to do anything that I'm not 
willing to do and I'd quite often get my you know roll my sleeves up and get my hands dirty as well um, and I think yeah. it's a good way to coach um, your team as well so um, fantastic and given you started so early on in um, leadership positions as well I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of valuable advice that you could share um, with our listeners and our viewers but what what's the best bit would you say whether it be something that um, you've learned over, <laughs> um, sorry, that was my team's calling. Um, I've definitely closed it, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> um, but, you, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of things that you've learned along the way. Um, and, you know, in hindsight, you may have done differently. But what would you say is like that the best bit um, where you've learned something either the hard way or just learn something by someone that you've worked with. Um, yeah, a bit of kind of a, a career advice that you could give to everyone. I think from my point of view, there's three kind of basic success factors from my point of view that uh, um, help you uh, being successful in your career. And that's, that's the three um, pieces of advice I would give. And the first thing would be to yeah, uh, uh, really uh, have lifelong learning process. The second thing is um, to uh, really go for a proactive and daring approach in, in everything you do. And the third thing yeah. is to, to be um, willing to leave your comfort zone. So, so it means the, the lifelong learning. I think I'm really persuaded that if you um, want to be successful in uh, not only uh, your job, but also your life, I think today you can't mm -hmm. say, okay, I go to school when I'm young. And there I learned something and that's enough for my whole life. It's not possible. I think it's the other way around. You really have to learn nearly every day. So that's also what I do. I try to do. I try to learn new things every day uh, that help me improve um, and not only in terms of um, te technical things, but also in terms of uh, culture, in terms of paradigms, um, how I can improve. And, um, and I think that is really um, uh, one very important piece of advice. The second thing from my point of view is the, as I said, the, the proactive and, and daring approach. So that means being really hands on, uh, trying out things, um, taking matters in your own hands and not only rely on um, someone else telling you to do it or something like that. Um, and really also dare to take some, some risks in, uh, in the things you're doing. That is also very important because, um, of course, you can always say, oh, I'm not sure if I can do that. But you can also say, Yes, I'm going to do it. I mean, there's maybe some conditions in order to make it, but I will do it. Uh, yeah, so, so just be daring and, and just try to do the things and, and not only, and not always say no, I, I'm not sure whether I should do it or so. And uh, yeah, the, the third thing is this leaving the comfort zone. I think if, uh, if you're always uh, staying in a comfortable zone your whole life, it's going to be difficult to really grow from my point of view. Yeah. If you want to grow, you have to sometimes do things that you have never done before, where you don't feel mm -hmm. maybe perfectly comfortable, but in the end, you will learn that you can do it or you will learn something from it, you will grow from it. And, and that's uh, that's the third piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think growth is really important in and outside of um, our, life, our working lives. Um, you know, and it is something that we continuously need to work on, um, continuously focus on developing our skills. 
Um, absolutely. So there are three three great points there, um, and I think they are key to the success um, stories that we we share today in today's community. Um, what would you say? I'm sure there's a fair few, um, although I don't mean that in a way that it might sound. But I'm sure, I'm sure there's a number of you started in, you know, in leadership um, at a very young age. I'm sure there's a number of important leadership lessons that you've learned along that journey. Um, what's been your most important lesson that you think's worth sharing? Yeah, I think for me the the most important lesson was that having a title does not mean you are a leader, right? So I think I had one situation very early in my career where I got kind of, yeah, I got, I got a certain um, role, yeah, mm. which was kind of a, sp a special role. So I, okay, I thought um, I have this role now, now everybody is following what I'm saying and so on, you know, uh, but um, of course <laughs> it was not, it was kind of, uh, yeah, it was a kind of uh, crash landing in the beginning. So people did not really accept what I was saying or so, yeah. Um, and, and that's where I learned, okay, just having a title doesn't mean people accept you as, a, as their leader or, or doesn't, yeah. uh, doesn't uh, really make people go with you on, on a certain uh, um, yeah, a route. So that's why um, for me it was really uh, uh, also back then when I started to realize, okay, I have to take people with me. I have to um, kind of uh, explain them why I want to do, uh, do them to do the things I, I have to really um, also uh, listen to their um, opinion to, to see why they maybe uh, are not comfortable with what, what I was proposing um, and, mm -hmm. and really make uh, make up a common uh, ground to, together so that we all agree upon this is the way we want to go uh, to do it and this is the direction we want to go uh, together and then if, if everybody's committed on that I think then you can be really successful and then you can be also a leader because you uh, uh, you brought people on this route and uh, they all accept yeah. this route and they are all buy into this uh, idea and, and yeah. I think that was a very important lesson for me yeah to, to just say yeah just having a, a title or a role doesn't mean that you're really a leader or something like that. yeah yeah no I agree and I think it's um, 100% that's a great point around bringing people along that journey with you um, and understanding what the the journey is what the you know the end goal is the purpose the values behind everything that, that you're doing and and it can be difficult and tricky to um to get everyone to that sort of having that common goal um and on that note what um what tips and advice would you give um other leaders in similar situations and positions because i think it's it's kind of one of those things, isn't it, where that's the ideal situation and scenario, but how do you make that happen and how do you make it happen successfully? I think it's important to, um, I mean, as I already explained uh, earlier, uh, to, to listen to people. I think first mm -hmm. uh, that that's very important to to really uh, understand what uh, what's their opinion about the things what's their idea of where we should head and and, and, and in many cases that, that i realized is if you really um, are open to what uh, your team is proposing or what your team's ideas are you re re usually you're not so much apart right um because everybody has uh, has the uh, usually wants to 
uh, bring things forward, uh, wants mm. to bring the company forward, wants to, uh, uh, you know, make the, the, the whole team um, kind of shine, you know. And, and mm. so, so actually, if, if you really um, make sure that, uh, that you listen to everybody and each team member has the chance to bring in their own ideas, um, and then you, you make it possible that you have a common ground and a common vision all together, um, and that also somehow, of course, has to fit to your uh, company strategy. Yeah. But um, I think in most cases, you, uh, it's, it's quite easy to, to make sure that it works. Um, then um, it's, it's really um, a, a very good um, a situation where you can really go forward. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Um, and over the years, what, what would you say your most significant achievement um, has been that you celebrated. Oh, over the years, um, that's uh, that's a, a difficult question, I would say. Oh, it could be more recent. It, any yeah. like one key significant achievement that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, just a recent one that I really like to share is, um, I mean, we have uh, developed a new company strategy some years okay. ago because we've realized that. Uh, that the way we are uh, going uh, or the direction we are he we were mm. heading in the past was not so clear. So uh, we have developed a new strategy, um, and um, there is um, um, there is um, and this this strategy goes uh, into um, you know we want to really focus on um, our uh, customers' uh, uh, service. We want to mm -hmm. really focus on uh, very good quality products. We want to focus on um, providing solutions to our customers, not only a product. Um, this, this is uh, uh, one very uh, important aspect of our strategy. And um, yeah, I mean, we were um, all together uh, with the, the whole team. Um, we were, um, yeah, you know, brainstorming what can yeah. we do in order to, uh, to reach this goal, to really go into that direction. And we developed um, uh, um, yeah, uh, really a, a very uh, good set of goals that we all together um, want to um, work on and, and um, want to achieve in order to, to make uh, the strategy also uh, um, yeah, get in, in action. And the cool thing is that um, just lately, there was a, a survey which is, um, you know, carried out with um, with our um, our dealers that uh, mm -hmm. we really work closely with, and that are really a key aspect of our also of our um, of reaching the strategy because the dealers are the ones that um, work with our end consumers that really support our end consumers, and um, in in this survey, the dealers. Um, really gave us a, a, a very, very good rating because we, uh, in overall, we got ranked um, second place in, um, it, this was a, a German wow. survey, second place amongst all brands um, they are selling. Um, yeah. And just two or three years ago, we were already, we were, we were still very low, much lower in, in ranking, yeah. uh, but we really got, uh, get, got up a lot in the ranking. And I think that was a, a huge success for the whole team. Um, yeah, so we, that's amazing. Because it was uh, it was uh, also measured along different dimensions, not only the, the product and the product quality, but also the service and the support for the dealers, which we do in our service and sales departments, etc. And in all categories, we got very good, uh, uh, you know, uh, ratings from from mm -hmm. from the dealers, and and I think that's uh, it's a very good um, a, a kind of appreciation of what we are doing and what the whole team mm -hmm. is doing, um, and I think this is something where we can see that. 
we we took the right direction and uh, we are on the right track with what we are doing uh, with the whole team and it also is something that's really motivating for everybody yeah because just, we see yeah it's i was it's, just thinking you know, that must have created such a good positive buzz um yeah. the team and the culture must have really added positively uh, had a positive exactly. impact um that's amazing that's um yeah that's uh, that's so cool um What's um? I mean, we talked about this a little bit before in terms of um, job titles, and I think it was when I asked you around your um, lesson that you'd learn um, throughout your leadership um, around um, you know not being known as a, a leader just by job title. What what are your feelings on hierarchy? <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I think. Um a little bit of hierarchy is uh, necessary from my point of yeah. view um, in order to ensure fast and strategically aligned decisions uh, in the company because if you have no hierarchy at all and it's not, it's really unclear who is making any decisions yeah. it, it probably doesn't work but from my point of view it's also important to flatten the hierarchy as much um, as possible to also stay in touch with the operative business also mm. the management team um, and not being you know too much uh, away from what's happening um, in the operative mm. business um, and yeah and that's something that we also have uh, focus on in our company in Alco Garden Tech we have a very flat hierarchy and I think that's really good because we really as the management team we really still get in touch with what's happening in the operative business um, and that uh, helps a lot for understanding uh, what's going on in the market, what are the worries of the customers, what are the worries of the employees. Um, and mm. um, I think that's really helpful and important. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I um, it's refreshing to hear is that, and I um, agree with your thought process behind that. Um, I think it can be when you, you know, particularly when you're at sea level, it can be really difficult and tricky to really understand what's going on at the heart of your business and your team um, and on that note as well actually what's your process around um, giving feedback um, to the team yeah I mean feedback is uh, is a very important thing and I think it plays a vital role um, in, in what we are doing every day um, and for us I mean we, we um, of course we have some formal processes for feedback for example we have a yearly uh, meeting uh, with the uh, uh, with the employees where we have really a review of um, has been achieved together in the yeah. uh, past year and what's going to uh, be expected together uh, what we want to achieve for the upcoming year um, and there we also mm -hmm. feedback also each other I mean it's also important I, I always also want to have feedback for myself for example and not only give feedback to the, uh, yeah, to yeah. the employees yeah. Um, yeah but but besides that I think it's also important in the daily business every day I think you you need to give feedback um, uh, in, in, in any direction um, from 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 employee to employee, from employee to management, from management to employee, in order to um, make sure that uh, you don't wait too long if there is something that's not going in the right direction, but you rather directly feedback. And I think if feedback is given in the right way, it's mm -hmm. always helpful. I think it's it's always helpful and it always brings you forward. And you just have to be open 
to feedback and you should not fear of sometimes hearing something that maybe doesn't sound perfect yeah because uh, of course in the in the um, beautiful world we always think and, and hope that everything is perfect but of course it's not there's always things that go wrong and i think it's important to be open to also listen to things that are not going the right direction because that's the only way how you can improve and make sure that um, yeah you you set the things up correctly yeah no absolutely agree um you know being able to give that feedback in a positive way but like you say it's really important to be able to receive the feedback as well and and then it's what you do with that feedback um which um which is is the key as well isn't it yeah i think um, that's important because if you just uh, you know listen to feedback uh, but then nothing happens with the feedback nothing do, it's, yeah. it's not, not a good thing i mean at least if you get feedback you don't have to always maybe sometimes you can't just change things or things are as they are mm. or things are expected to be like that and so you can't change it whatever um, but at least you should give a feedback back to the uh, uh, person who gave you the feedback to tell the person why you can't change it or something like that so that they know yeah. okay my feedback was uh, you know processed someone uh, thought about it and, and we can't do it okay or we can do it uh, or uh, and also and this say, is what okay, I'm going to yeah, what, what's the next steps yeah. when when is it going to be implemented or whatever um, I think yeah. that's important because if you just collect feedback and nothing happens then nobody is willing to give feedback as well yeah yeah no absolutely and whilst we're talking about people and um, a bit around processes and things what's um i think it'd be really interesting because it, it sounds like you've experienced at um alco and um, quite a lot of growth and um obviously you've moved into a real positive direction over the last few years what's your company's um training and coaching and like um, an onboarding process like yeah um if we um, have um, yeah, new um, uh, employees, mm -hmm. it is uh, very important that we usually assign kind of a mentor to this uh, new employee because um, what uh, my, um, my um, yeah, uh, experience was in the past, if you are new to a company, um, you usually don't you know, dare to, to ask too many questions because you think, okay, I'm, I'm new, I should not ask too many questions because then they think I'm, I don't have any clue what I'm doing or, you know, yeah. um, but, but uh, we think it's normal that you have questions and it's good that you have questions and you should be able to also ask all your questions because if you can ask all your questions and someone takes care of all your questions and answers them, uh, then you're much quicker uh, and, and in, into being productive and you can mm. uh, much quicker start uh, to uh, really um, yeah uh, bring projects forward that's why uh, this mentor has the, exp uh, the, the the task to really support the new employee um, so um, when this uh, a new employee has any questions he can always ask the mentor and if it's 10 times or 15 or 20 times a day mm. he, it's no problem because the mentor's job is to really be there for these questions yeah. because if there's no mentor then they usually have to ask their uh, team lead or maybe even uh, uh, or other colleagues or whatever but, but then mm. as i said they usually feel like hmm, maybe i should not ask too many questions or yeah maybe it's should... kind of like having a bit of a buddy like having yeah. a buddy system. yeah yeah that that's why we try to have this uh, mentor um, um mm. For, for, for you uh, colleagues in my team and mm -hmm. um, and then also we of course have um, 
um, kind of uh, onboarding procedure where we usually make sure that uh, um, the new employee goes through the different departments to meet mm -hmm. the people there, to, to understand the processes in detail, how they are working, what they are doing, what's their job um, like to, to really understand that because many uh, uh, colleagues in my team they have kind of an interface role, you know, between different yeah. departments. And so they have to really understand how the different processes are uh, working. And also they should know the people. I mean, we are not a huge company, so which is a good mm -hmm. thing from my point of view. So we know each other usually. And um, yeah. uh, and there it's, it's really good that you really get to know the people and to understand the people. So that's the second uh, important thing that you have these, uh, this onboarding process where you go through the different departments. The third mm -hmm. part is that you have some trainings, of course. So we have some, for example, uh, product trainings where we make sure that the new employees um, get trained on our products so they understand in detail how all mm -hmm. the products are working, also kind of the technology behind it because, I mean, yeah, we are working in garden machinery. That's a very specific area. Uh, of course, mm -hmm. not everybody we are hiring is uh, knows garden machinery they maybe worked on yeah. completely different machines or maybe uh, completely different things so it's very good that they get a deep understanding of how the project uh, products work and then the the fourth component is training on the job i think that's also very important we usually um, make sure that uh, new employees get uh, on onto their first project really quick so mm. because because i think if you're really working on a project um, and you have your mentor, uh, ment mentor that you can always ask for questions, it, it, and you really have to do things and not just uh, you know listen to powerpoints or whatever, but really have to do the things. Um, you learn most. Um, so, so I think I really believe in the power of <laughs> training on the job, and that's why this is also a very important component in in our onboarding process. And so I think with these uh, um, four major components, uh, I, yeah. I think we have a quite quite good onboarding process. Yeah, cool, fantastic. Sounds good. Um, really, uh, really like the sound of the uh, mentoring as well, and the mentor program or the the buddy sort of. Um, I think yeah. that's a really good idea. Um, like you said, I think everyone's always quite conscious of, of asking so many questions when they first start a new um, role as well. So it kind of counteracts um, that as well, doesn't it? So brings us quite nicely um, on ending the. Um, uh, you know, final, I guess, question before we, we finish is um, it'd be really interesting to share um, more about your thoughts around what a thriving um, company culture looks like to you. Yeah. I mean, from, from my point of view, it's really about, uh, yeah, aligning to a common vision. From my mm. point of view, if if the whole team is really aligned to a common vision and they all agree that this is where we want to go, then uh, they are super motivated to together to work on these things, um, and 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 really uh, have also fun on working on this. But the second topic is, of course, you have to have a, a good team spirit and an open-minded culture. From my point of view, um, because. Um, you also have to communicate well. I think that's very yeah. important in the company um, because if, if employees don't have an understanding of where the company is going or why they have to do things, um, then it's really difficult to motivate them from my point of view. If you just mm -hmm. tell them you have to do this and, and you don't explain in detail why or whatever, 
it's really difficult to take them with you. But if you have a common vision and they really know why they have to do this because it's, and, and they do it uh, because they think, yeah, that's the right thing. Then I think yeah. um, it is uh, a thriving uh, uh, culture that, that develops. Um, yeah, that's that's my things about uh, or my thinking about uh, a thriving company culture. Yeah, cool, fantastic. And is there anything that you feel that you've specifically done differently that you'd like to share, or anything uh, like yeah, any kind of like new initiatives where you feel like you've got the culture at um, Alco? Um, to a really good place that's worked really well? I think um, it is the, the common ground. Um, mm. I think that's something, maybe it's not something specific we do here. Um, I think uh, hopefully many companies are, are doing that, but, but I think mm. um, that's something we did um, in my team, uh, really make sure that we all have this common vision, the common goals yeah. that we are working on. Everybody understands it. Um, and that's, that also helps because, I mean, you know, I'm responsible for different areas. I'm responsible uh, not only for um, tech and R&D things. I'm also responsible for product management and for marketing. Um, mm. and, and also in between these different departments, there's sometimes, you know, um, yeah, discussions. Why are they doing this and why are they doing this and so on. But if you have this common set of goals um, and, and the common vision, it's it's much more easy to understand each other because they uh, because then you know why they are doing this and and because it it actually should all you know contribute to the big picture um, and I think that's that's one thing that's really important from my point of view um, yeah so that's why I'm mentioning this a lot because I think it's very important but um, I hope that also other companies are doing this so I don't think it's something very spe specific to what we are doing at Microcard yeah cool. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, thank you um, very much for um, coming on the podcast. If our um, listeners wanted to get in touch with you, how's what's the best way for them to reach you? I think just uh, contact me via LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay, cool. Fantastic. Brilliant. Um, well, it's been really valuable. I've really enjoyed listening and, and you know, having the opportunity to share your valuable experiences. Um, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to broadcasting this podcast as well so um thank you again very much and then um, we'll love to talk to you again soon thank you very much um and have a good day thanks for listening to our latest let's talk leadership the culture edit reloaded podcast if you are a leader interested in being on the hot seat contact me via linkedin be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel take care and see you all soon